All right, guys, and I'm back. I went on a trip to London, hit up Amsterdam to see one of my best friends for a few days, and I'm back in the studio here in LA. Today, we're going back to our roots. I'm going to be watching a Jubilee video with five feminists and one secret anti-feminist. Do you think me, a little little old detective me, can figure out who the anti-feminist is? Let's talk about it. All right, happy Monday, welcome to the show. Let me know how your weekend went. I just flew in from London last night. I got in at about 10 p.m. So we're chilling, I'm here, I'm energized. And we have Taylor in Nashville. You're not jet lagged? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm just glad I don't have to answer all the questions of where the heck's Amla, are you guys still doing the show? Why isn't you, aren't you live anymore, et cetera, so. Yeah, I probably, I probably should have made a community post <laughs> about that. But if you guys are following me on Instagram, you would have known where I was. I was just trouncing around London. I went to a Shakespeare show. I went to see Heather's The Musical for like a third time on the West End because I am obsessed and I have a problem. But I had a really, really good time. Like I said, I've posted stuff on Instagram so you guys can follow me on there. If you'd like to keep up with what I was doing out there, we also have Spencer in the producer's bay. What is up? I don't think my camera's live. I just realized. Oh. So <laughs> you just got my voice today. We'll turn that on for you at some point. You'll notice Scott's not in the producer's bay anymore. Friday, two weeks ago, was his last show. So right after that, I went on vacay and now we're back. This is the new crew. We'll have somebody circulating, you know, throughout the producer's bay. Sometimes you'll see Spencer, sometimes you'll see Cam, sometimes you'll see Kobe. We're going to keep it fresh and keep you guys on your toes. Now, we're going to get into this Jubilee video. Five feminists, one secret anti-feminist. See if I can figure it out. I'm a feminist. I am a feminist. I'm a feminist. I'm a feminist. I'm a feminist. I'm a feminist. Okay. First of all, I want to see on looks alone. Can I figure, can I figure this out? Who is not, who's the anti-feminist based on looks? I'm going to guess. Ooh, who is it? Mm -mm -mm. I'm going to guess it's the girl in the white zip up that she is the anti-feminist. Now, why am I saying that? I'm not quite sure. <laughs> she just looks like, you know, she could fool you a little bit and maybe she's more conservative than she comes off. You know, you zip down the jacket a little bit just to throw them off. <laughs> and maybe she's the anti-feminist. Do you guys have any leaning so far based on looks? Yeah, of all of them, the one who could most likely pass as a non-feminist or pass as an anti-feminist would definitely be top right. She kind of just looks like a normal girl, uh -huh. so okay. You know, whereas some of the other ones are definitely exhibiting the uh, the wokeism in their appearance. Sure, Spence. I was saying I was going to say top right, but top right. I'm going to go honestly the black guy in the bottom right. I, okay, I, I think he's the guy. Okay, you think he's the anti-feminist? Yeah. It could also be the dude in the pink here. Maybe he's really throwing us off by throwing oh, on a, a pink top. I. Did I just misgender somebody? I'm canceled. <laughs> I think so. I, mean, I think no, that's I think a dude. Is, but yeah. I think it is a male. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, let's watch. Alrighty. <laughs> How do we feel about women having rights? Yes. Oh, right. 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 Really cool yeah. thing. Awesome. The more the merrier. I, what would the you more say the is the most feminist thing about you yourself? I believe women should be paid the same across the board, not just white women, but women of color. You can't be a person of color and not believe that women should have the same rights as I, as a black person. So that's why I'm a feminist. And I believe that women should, feminism is about women being equal, period. Yeah. yeah. Period, point blank. 
as far as I'm concerned, I think we, we are all, we're paid enough. Uh, I think that whole wage gap thing, I think we put that to bed a little while ago. But if that if that's the most feminist thing about it, maybe he is the anti-feminist because I feel like that is just a small little drop in the bucket as far as what some of the modern day feminists are fighting for these days. Maybe, who knows? I don't know. We got a little intersectionality though, right? He said right. not just if they're women, if they're black women or whatever. So that signals to me that there might be little, you know, there might be some some actual feminism going on there if you're on the intersectionality okay. train. Okay, good, good catch there taylor good catch it's just like uplifting women's voices for women's rights i think like a good thing for us to start like how do you guys define feminism like an advocacy mm. for equity in the institutions for women right yeah. not just uh in the economy and society but also in government and mm. other positions of power you sound like a leftist to me but also, if you're an anti-feminist, you're probably pretty well read on what leftists are saying. So it's going to be really difficult to figure this one out. I don't have high hopes uh, for myself in this video, but he just mentioned equity and institutions. You know, you got those couple little buzzwords in there. And I mean, he sounds he sounds like he's he's woke. Like I, I looked over and I saw like not to hate anyone that wears running shoes, but like, I saw the running <laughs> shoes and I just assumed. Okay. I think that's just like a trope that like a lot of like anti-feminist like right wingers dress more for comfort than style. So it's just a stereotype that I was playing on. Interesting. I think supporting okay. women in all areas, so reproductive rights, um, you know, work pay rights, all that type of stuff. And I think being a voice for the ones that can't speak up because I find myself getting into arguments with people because I'm like. I will like really like have this conversation with you. So I think just always supporting them no matter what. They're trying to throw us off with the music, mm -hmm. which makes me think that it actually is not her. I think they're yeah. really playing games. They're giving her a generous amount of airtime too to kind of like maybe let you gin up some doubt. So mm -hmm. I do think maybe she's like Jubilee's editor's psyop for us who are the false flag operation. They're trying to get us to think it's her, but it's right. really not. Right. Yeah, it could be exactly that. My eye immediately went to Emma. I was like, that very much could be a conservative woman in this group, just based on her outfit. It could was a be. great outfit. She looked great. I guess my view on feminism is that it goes beyond women as well. Like we include trans people in there and like by uplifting women and trans people, you then see a better society and environment for like men and like other people. You said something it's so interesting to me. Like, uh, obviously she's giving feminist vibes, right? But the fact that you are saying, you know, biological men should be included in this fight that we have against the patriarchy and for equalizing the playing field against men and women, it's just, it's just so funny to me. But you would hear that and not bat an eye and be like, yes, you are a modern day feminist because that is exactly what they're standing for. They truly do think that a biological man who says that they are a woman somehow now has the struggles, the experience, and the foundational womanhood that actual biological born women have. <sighs> wow. The quote unquote feminist position these days is literally saying it is good for men to be males to be included and in women and in feminism, which is just insane. And I think that's underscored by the poll we've done so far. It says, do you, do you consider yourself a, a feminist? Yes, no. And what does that even mean anymore? And 50% mm. of you have said, what does that even mean anymore? So feminism has clearly uh, become ambiguous these days. Yeah, it's hard. When I was on the Jubilee episode for 
female feminist or female anti-feminist versus male uh, feminist, it's kind of hard to even get down to the root of what the definition of feminism is anymore. And people will just throw it out and say, oh, well, it's just that I think that men and women should be equal or treated equally. And you're like, yeah, duh, men and women should be treated equally. And maybe they should be, you know, given equal opportunities and an equal space to to shine in their respective fields or whatever. But that that definition has shifted and changed. If that was truly the definition of feminism that we were all abiding by, I think most people would be would be feminists. But as you just heard here, now feminism is supposed to include biological men who think they're women, and that's a matter of intersectionality. About agreeing with women no matter what they do, like I fully disagree. I feel like feminism, you have to hold women accountable. Like there are women like J.K. Rowling who like leading and spearheading a transphobia movement. <laughs> this might be harder than we thought. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it is true. You know, feminism is not about believing all women. You do have to hold women accountable. And the first woman, as an example, was J.K. Rowling. Are you kidding me? <laughs> J.K. Rowling is doing a service to women right now for standing up against stuff that is happening that is completely erasing the existence of women. And to think that she is somehow a, not a feminist or a woman who needs to be held accountable for those actions really blows my mind. When I think about feminists, at least in the good sense, in the healthy sense of the word, I'm thinking of somebody like J.K. Rowling. So crazy to make a statement like that and then use J.K. Rowling as the example. Wow. And in the UK, and you can't like hide behind feminism when you were literally hurting women. Oh, totally. I, I feel like that was just like a broad statement when yeah. I say supporting women. I think for me, when I was in a workplace run by men, I, I feel like I couldn't stand up to like the plate and step up and really like talk about how I'm feeling. Emma sounds Australian. Mm -hmm. And in my little knowledge of Australia, I think the women there are very feminist, uh, at least from, from what I've heard. So I have a feeling that maybe it might not be her anymore. I, you, if you're from Australia right now listening, Confirm in the comments. I've heard that the women in Australia are, you know, up there when it comes to feminism and equity and all that stuff. Because I would just get shut down. So I think, like, in those situations, I mean, like, if there's, like, no one that can, like, support someone, like, you should support them and educate would, them in a what, way. What do you usually do in instances where you're, like, shut down by a man in power, you could say? Well, nowadays it's different. Okay. If I was saying a few years ago, I would just kind of, like, rebuttal and just go about and do what they want me to do. But now I have a voice and I will kind of, there's not like something equal. I will just point out the fact that, hey, that's not fair. Like, it's just a thing of being strong and powerful, I think. And so what do Maybe it's the girl in the t-shirt. She hasn't said much. She's dressed kind of modestly, you know? And she's, she's chilling so far. I have a feeling it's going to be a woman because they want the shock value of like, the anti-feminist is actually a woman, uh, you know what I mean? So I feel like it might be the girl, girl in the t-shirt now. That's where I'm setting my sights. I've moved off of Emma. I've moved off the Australian girl. I'm on to t-shirt girl. I don't know what her name is. I apologize. <laughs> men do in those situations. Women a lot of time aren't taken seriously by men in the patriarchy. I think it's really important for us to like, let our voices be heard and uplift their voices. Yeah. Keep right. each other in check. Yeah, allow yeah. a platform for women to speak, let their voices be heard, Absolutely. because that's the uh, most effective way to uh, dismantle ignorance. His speech seemed very practiced or thought out. It didn't seem natural. I think also just putting women in leadership at my work, all of leadership is all women. Yeah. And I feel the safest there yeah. compared to other workplaces where I've been kind of like duking it out with the boss man kind of thing. She works at like Moms for Liberty. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> She's at like a pregnancy crisis center or something. <laughs> yeah, do we feel safer as an employee, as employees of PragerU as a female CEO? That's true. Um, I could I could be in this video and say, you know, the CEO of my company is is a, is a woman, and I think that's amazing for for feminism. We could we could trick them. I will say that traditionally I have had issues with women being my boss, but as I've grown, as I've grown, but as I've grown educationally, now that I know women's roles, and so I agree with you with that assessment that women in leadership, it is just something about it. I feel safer too. And I grew up with a family of brothers, so I was always having to like fight to say anything and also a Hispanic household, so a lot of times it's like, the woman's here to serve and all of that. And having like grown up with that kind of like mindset made me go the complete opposite. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If you like this episode and you want to see more, Excuse make sure you. to like this video and subscribe to our channel. Now let's figure out who the- I didn't even get time to skip Paulo. Sorry, sorry, Jubilee. <laughs> I was gonna. Okay, they're now gonna vote. Who am I voting I think for? When people tend to use a lot of dictionary definitions, they were either studying up on it. I mean, you don't have to go Merriam-Webster on us and trying to explain it. Mm. You know, Emma, she's a little too comfortable and uncomfortable at the same time, if that makes any sense. Okay, so they voted off Eric. Who are you guys gonna vote for? I don't know. I think it's probably, I might vote Eric at this point, or yeah. what's the, the sweater girl's name with the pink skirt? With the pink skirt? Oh, pink uh, Emma. Oh. Emma. Emma. Yeah, it's either Eric or Emma at this point. Eric or Emma. No, Spence? I'm, I'm saying the one on the far left, the one with the short hair. I think she's really? just like an artsy drama girl. Okay. And she's really playing it up. Really playing the field. Yeah. Okay, and I'm guessing t-shirt girl, but uh, after she said the whole stuff about her family, I don't know what to do anymore. Okay. Oh, well, we'll see. Eric's gone. Good Bye luck, guys. Everybody. Good luck, everybody. I had a weird hunch that it was coming. I'm very formal. So um, that can make it seem like I'm kind of more nervous or more uh, studied, rehearsed. Mm. I want to expand on what you said. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm wondering how you guys feel about trans women in women's sports. I'm down for it. I'm a trans person myself, and I think the root of that problem tends to stem like with like we're protecting children, but you can't say you're protecting children if you're kicking out trans children. It, it Come on now. Make it make sense. Please make it make sense. <laughs> and first of all, I think most of the conversations that people are having around trans inclusion in sports is not children's sports, it's women's sports. Uh, but nonetheless, I mean, it, it, it makes sense uh, across all, all uh, facets of sporting because men have a clear and distinct biological advantage. There's nothing to run away from there. It is a fact. You you cannot deny that. You could test it, study it, research it, whatever it is that they want, and you would come to confirm that every single time with every single sport, which is why there's almost always been separation between men and women, and there should continue to be. Women should be able to, to shine. So to be in this and say... I'm a feminist, while also saying you want to take spots away from women and set them at a disadvantage in something that they've spent their whole you know, lives and careers working towards, like I said, blows my mind.
ah, and now that they've said they're a trans person, I'm not thinking that's the anti-feminist. Yeah, no, You're going to be trans and trans. That's some serious commitment <laughs> to uh, people out. <laughs> <laughs> some serious cognitive dissonance there. <laughs> oh, just crazy. I wonder how many of them, I wonder if at least one of them is going to stand up and say, as a feminist, I don't think it's okay that trans people compete in women's sports. I would love to hear that argument articulated is like a non-starter and it distracts from I think more imperative issues with like the banning of gender affirming care mm. and like housing and that's one of my biggest problems with like modern day feminism is that it tends to center rich cishet white women and I'm like that's Love that. weird. No, 100%. How do you feel? Well yeah I just want to see because I was wondering I don't know how the casting works I don't know if there's any turfs or swerfs in the group because I don't determine that to be Turfs, okay, so trans-exclusionary radical feminists, we, we get called that all the time on, on this podcast. And swerfs, sex worker, exclusionary, radical feminists. Am I both? Am I a, a turf and a swerf? Am I, am I a swerf turf? I think I, think I am. Feminism? Because, like, for me, trans women are women, so we should be protecting all women, not just cis women. Mm -hmm. I have no problem with about sports and stuff, but I also don't want to silence the J.K. Rawlings of the world because I believe in democracy and mm -hmm. I believe to know your enemy, you need, I want them to speak. I don't, that, that's how they used to do things in the old days. That's what the KKK does. They hide their face. Sure. See, dude, it's going to be hard to figure this out, right? Because you have these super crazy, you know, new wave feminists who are going to say just trans people should be in sports and biological men are a part of feminism too and they're affected by the patriarchy and then you're going to have what this guy just said of no we shouldn't silence jk rowling's we should allow them to speak and you know their opinion is just as valid as everybody else's and that is also feminist technically <laughs> depending on how you look at the word so it's going to be very difficult to decipher who is who and what is what in this they could honestly all call themselves feminists at this point I want to know who they are, and I want them to speak freely so you know who the enemy is. Oh, never mind. I take it back. He just said, I want J.K. Rowling to be able to speak freely because I want to be able to know who the enemy is. It's still not as bad <sighs> as the people who don't want, who want to completely silence them by force, but, I mean, he's still pretty clear about where he stands and, and right. not agreeing with this, so. <sighs> this is sad. Man, this is just making me sad. <laughs> Sometimes they get a little violent, though, but, when it turns but into people, I mean, other but that's, things. I think I understand what you mean. Like, you you agree with free speech, but not I to sure the point do. where it should, like, restrict someone else. Like, you don't, yeah. you don't no, have but I want. I definitely people. want the J.K. Rawlings and the Marjorie Taylor Greens to talk. I want yeah. them to talk, because I want to know who they are. Because they sound so stupid. Well, stupid, but you also <laughs> want to know who they are. Emma, what, what do you think? You haven't said anything. Um, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm not against it. I'm not, like, so much... I feel like I don't have a clear answer because in like, with like kids, like when you talk about kids doing it, I don't think for children, I think everyone should, like everyone's the same, they have the same strengths and everything like that. But I think in like professional sporting situations, I, and I might need to educate myself more on this. So this might be like what I need to come. Dude, if you are, at, okay, think about it. It's like Jubilee puts out a casting for this and it's just like, hey, we want a bunch of feminists like come together and have this conversation. These are just normal everyday people. These are not people with platforms who are like constantly arguing these things. Do you know how nerve wracking it would be to be on a channel like this and say that you are against uh, trans women being able to compete in women's sports and you can feel the nervous energy of like, how do I say that 
I am questioning this opinion or at least have skepticism towards the agreed upon opinion without being labeled as like a transphobe or a turf or a bigot. And you can feel this like in, in the way that she's answering it. It's so it must be so nerve wracking for her to say this. I'm out of today and do, but I, I think trans women still have like more strength than women. Like, yes. but even saying that, like they're women, but I, I feel like it's not even exactly. She compared trans women to women, uh, referring to cis women as, as she should. the women, and like kind of then referring to trans women as not women. I was like, oh, that might, it might be her. Um, like they have an advantage, you would say? Yeah, like a slight okay. advantage. So you might be against it, maybe? I mean, not slight. Huge, huge, it's not slight. And the, yeah, it sucks that you have to tap dance around saying what you really wanna say and saying, you know, I may need more education on this topic, which, you know, fair enough, whatever. But, you know, maybe they need more education on the topic. Maybe they need to go read some of the, the research that's being cited here. Maybe they need to open their eyes and see what is objectively true? That the advantage is not slight, it is apparent, it is huge. I mean, see, I don't want to say that though because then I'm not really supporting all women. Okay. But, um... So if it's professional, let's be honest. If you're good, you're good. <laughs> I think if a transgender woman went up to play tennis against Serena Williams, and it's a transgender woman, she'd probably more than likely lose. Yeah, because Serena right. Williams is one of the greatest of all <laughs> exactly. time. So you see, everybody likes to use Serena and Venus for these examples. We already talked about this, right? The, I think, ranked 200 and something male decided, I'm gonna play Serena and Venus and I'm gonna play them in the same day and he beat both of them in the same day. So if you are a trans woman who is ranking anywhere near that man, uh, you'd probably beat Serena or Venus or whoever it is that you played. And people, get this idea that because they are Serena and Venus, or you can swap out any you know, high-ranking female uh, sportswoman for these examples, men who are of the same caliber in their you know, respective gender group are going to defeat them. And it is going to happen. And we've seen it happen. So I don't know how many other sports you need examples of this. It's happened in running, in surfing, in fighting, in weightlifting, just you name it, a biological man has come in and beat women who do very well for their sex in that sport. It, it would happen. <laughs> so when we talk about strength and stuff, sometimes it's just skill. Yeah, so I think for sure, like there's some so. that like they're absolutely even, but I think in very limited areas of sport, then like there might be a slight advantage, but things, yeah, like, tennis and soccer like those type of things are all skill a lot of people get mad at trans women in sports oh, i hate that they made her walk back on her statement in any way because she is correct and she should have no she should feel no pressure to walk back or to qualify the thing that she's saying she should be able to say no it shouldn't be allowed men have an advantage over women end of story any further questions that's how it should have been but no and because of her her wishy-washiness, I think they're probably going to vote her off next. But oh, yeah. sure. do you think that she could just be as somebody who considers themselves a feminist, but is a little bit more middle of the road? Yeah, I sympathize with the idea of feminism and all that, but this, there's a lot of this 
you know, extremer stuff about yeah. trans in sports that doesn't really register with me. Does that make her not a feminist? I think that's, again, points to just how broad the definition of feminism has become. Right. And the ones who are the loudest on the extreme end are like, you're not one of us if you don't, you know, fall toe the line and all these things. But she could technically still be a feminist, right? A hundred percent. J.K. Rowling, uh, you know, refers to herself as a feminist. There are many people who come forward and say, because I am a feminist, I am against trans women being able to compete in, in women's sports. And I think if she had said that and took a little bit of a, a stronger stance and saying, I believe this because I believe in feminism, maybe she wouldn't get as much pushback. But there's clearly pressure being placed on her by this group. When in reality, majority of trans women that compete in sports currently aren't doing that well. It's not like there's like a crazy big advantage. Um, yeah. A lot of them are on hormones for like a long time. Like it, it's even gone to the point where we're trying to def make a cis women who have high testosterone way lower. So it's right. a regular. Except it hasn't. And even if you are on hormones for an extended period of time, especially if you're on them post puberty, what do you have? You have male lung capacity, male bone density, male hands, male feet. There's a bunch of different elements that, you know, remain the same and remain at an advantage over the woman that you are competing against. Uh, you know, always crazy when we have to argue these things, but that, those are the facts, ladies and gentlemen. Related thing, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Well, and a lot of times, let's just be call it what it is. Just... I love how she's like, I wouldn't worry too much about it because you're not competing in sports, and you're not your your livelihood is not at risk here, right? It's not the money that that brings that you get to bring home to your family. It's not the awards that you strive for. It's not the you know constant you know ten thousand hours that you put in as a woman to to do what you do uh, for women and on behalf of like your sex so of course you're gonna go like uh you know it doesn't affect me that much but if you speak to like a riley Gaines or a paula uh, scanlon who you know were swimming and competing against people like leah thomas then maybe it would matter maybe it would matter if that's who you were it's about people's religion it's about your ideology your religion yeah, yeah. and which again <laughs> you know has no place in rejection it's so funny right it's about your religion i mean i've uh, you guys know that i'm not a religious person though but people who think that trans women should be able to compete in women's sports sound just as religious as any other person that i've met who practices you know a, a faith in in church on sunday it's the exact same thing. And the amount of truth that they're willing to abandon in the sake of their own religion is just crazy to me. Crazy. Yeah, because Jesus said so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now she's gone. Bye-bye, Emma. Not so much what he was saying or stating, but the fact that he was just giving me information overload. I was like, you kind of distracted me from what we were actually discussing. When the question of sports came up, Emma immediately kind of withdrew. And also like as a trans person, I'm just immediately like, that's suspicious to me. Which makes me think, right, it's not, it, it makes me think it's not Emma, because if you were going to come on here and act like a feminist and be the mole, you would not say that you are against trans women competing in women's sports. You would toe the line and you would lie and say that trans women are equal to, to women in capabilities and that they should be in sports. So the fact that she was honest and actually trying to give a true answer makes me think that she's not the mole and uh, they're, they're eliminating the wrong person, but we'll see. Good luck. <laughs> I could have easily just agreed and played the game and got to the end, but I know this I is say? a game, but I think it's also a game of topics and conversations. So I, I'm not mad about getting voted out and how it went.
If you think the mole could still be in the box and you want to continue playing the game, please raise your hand. Mm. I think we're set. <laughs> I will still vote to continue, but if you guys want to end it, I'm cool with ending it. The light Who turns. is it? Okay, wait. Who is it? Who is it? I really don't know. What if it's pink sweater vest the whole time? What if it is pink sweater vest and he just like borrowed his sister's outfit or something and is <laughs> on here? You could, you could study up on all the buzzwords and the lingo and the right things. And I mean, mm -hmm. Amelie, do you think if you join this that you could fool some some people? Yeah, I think you could. Hundred percent. I mean, not with not if they like seen my face on TikTok or something. I'd right. be immediately out. But I think I could definitely like fool the majority of people into thinking that I'm I'm a feminist in a, in a modern day one at that. Hundred percent. I don't know who it is. He busted out the term swerf, though. Yeah. Which makes me think you have to be in leftist circles, too. You might be right with the t-shirt girl. I think so. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Also, you can kind of talk the talk, too, though. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I think it's... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with her. I'm going to stick with t-shirt girl. I don't know. Any, any other guesses that you want to lock in? I think they might have got him with the uh, the first guy in the purple shirt. Mm, okay, you Mr. think they got him with Eric? Yeah. Okay, and Spence. I'm I honestly I'm now on to the the pink sweater vest guy. Okay, pink sweater vest. Let's see. Green. That means you have voted out the mole, and you all win. The lights turn red. That means the mole. He's is smiling still a lot, but why would he want to keep playing if it's him? Lose. Mm. Three. That's good. Two. One. Oh, what? they got him out! Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Okay, so it must be Eric. Okay. May the mole step forward in three, two, one. It's not Emma. It's not Emma. Wait, step what? Right up, whoever. I, I thought, yeah. Is it nobody? There is no yeah. what? mole. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? My bad. I'm so sorry. Sorry. I just know it was First impressions, right? <laughs> First of all. Here's the thing. The mole actually never showed up, but we still wanted you all to play the game. Hey. This is a good one. Uh -huh. I was I want my money back. I want the money that I did not pay to watch this video and I want it back. Wow. I want I want whatever Jubilee made in YouTube AdSense for me watching this video and I want it sent to me. <laughs> <laughs> Should we rename the title of the video? That's so lame. <laughs> that is the lamest of the lame of lame, lame, lames. I am so disappointed. Wow. This is why you can't do blind reactions. <laughs> I feel blind. You get so invested watching this whole thing. We do a whole Man. reaction to it. Yeah, oh ready to flip the table if See? you're wrong on this one, and then there's nobody there. Hey, this is I gotta be honest, guys. It's kind of on me as a producer. Like, I wanted to not know while we were doing this because I was also gonna be reacting to it. So I didn't watch this video to the end. I stopped, you know, I usually like watch these and make sure there's enough there there to like create good conversation or whatever. So I didn't watch to the end though, because I wanted to like save the the final reveal. Um, so my 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 reactions were authentic. And yeah. uh, sure enough, we paid for that. So my bad, everybody. You know what? Haiti Shade said, this is, is this what betrayal feels like in the chat yes. below? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What did you say that you construct your arguments in script? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You can't say we're scripted here. At least we all collectively got scammed together by this. Yeah. Uh, so, wow. Anyways, well, I wish there was a mole. We'd have more to, to talk about if that was the case.
We're all victims of a hate crime we because are. we hated that. <laughs> well, I hated it. <laughs> okay, oh, well, dear. let's get into super chats. Let's talk, guys. All righty. Um, oh, before we do, we need to plug a little sum sum for yes, somebody's birthday. Yes, it's Dennis's birthday, guys. And if you would like to collectively sign Dennis's birthday card, you can do that by going to PragerU.com. Also, if you'd like to give a donation to PragerU in the name of Dennis Prager and what he's created here, you can also do that by going to PragerU.com. Shout out to Dennis. You know him. You love him. He's got a, a a great place in my heart, that man. So uh, another another year and to many more. <laughs> there it is. Uh, and I did just drop the link in the chat for you guys. It's also in the description of today's video. So go give Dennis some love. Um, okay, Flynn says, Taylor, do you know what your spiritual gifts are from the Bible? Um, I've taken some of those tests over the years. Uh, I don't. It doesn't jump to my mind. It's not like a BuzzFeed uh, quiz, is it? Uh, I mean, there are versions of it that are like pretty cheesy. There are uh -huh. like teachings in, in the Bible, I think in like Ephesians that talk about a certain set of spiritual gifts that you get um, as a Christian or whatever. And I think that a lot of times people confuse those with just like your personality or things you're interested in or strengths mm -hmm. that you have. Um, but anyways, it's it's a little rabbit hole. Um, but no, I don't, I don't really remember... Um, what what my quote unquote gifts are, but uh, thanks for asking. I guess. David mm -hmm. um, Don says, "WB Hamala is that like a slang thing? I don't know. WB, what, what about it? I don't what, know, Spencer. What's up, Hamala? You're you're a young one. You're, you're young. younger than me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Hamala, you're younger than me. WB, where uh, you been? I was thinking where you been, but that's back. not. Welcome back. Ah, wow, yeah. we're learning stuff. I learned what a swerve is today. <laughs> yeah, WB. Oh, there's, we're getting a little bit of redemption in our time back of actually learning valuable things out of this yeah. since we got swindled by Jubilee. Um, <laughs> she says, WB, Amala, welcome back. Hope you had a good trip. I'm headed to California on Wednesday to see family. I'm going to be in the Sacramento area, though. Oh, Missed nice. seeing the live show while you were gone. Great to see you all. Yeah, we're back now. We're better than ever. I will say the the woke problem is a problem everywhere. I went to, I've never seen, you know, I live in LA. You'd think you'd see all the pride flags all the time, everywhere. I went to London, everywhere, all over the streets. Pride flags, uh, pride flags. I went to uh, Amsterdam. Oh, they, love they were, it. they love it, right? Because they're like one of the first, I yeah. think, the first country to legalize gay I marriage. So. Uh, so they were doing this whole pride parade. I mean, the streets were filled with thousands of people who had like protect trans kids, uh, you know, flags and banners and stuff like that. The U.S. Embassy at in Amsterdam had a huge pride flag that was bigger than the United States flag on the embassy, which just blew my mind. Uh, there were so many, so many interesting things. Uh, Flynn again says, I just watched Sound of Freedom last night and it was good enough to make a grown man cry. Yeah, have you seen it yet? I still haven't seen it. I still haven't seen it. Is it bad that none of us but have seen it? I keep <laughs> hearing the, the box Sorry. office is just crushing it. Like it made more than Mission Impossible and it's just killing it. So it's really cool to see. What did I just get finished watching? Uh, 1883, which you mm. probably have probably already heard of and seen. It's a spinoff of Yellowstone. That show gutted me. It made me cry. Oh my gosh, it was so good. I could literally watch it again right now. So good, so good. Really? And Faith Hill and Tim McGraw star in that Whoa. show. I didn't know how great of you know actors and actresses you know they were. Insane how good that show was. Anyways, wow. Shout out. Have you to watched Yellowstone No, I haven't. Okay. I started with this. So you don't have to watch Yellowstone to get it. No, you don't. No. Okay. Yeah. 
we're like almost done with succession right now and it's like a ta- a chore to finish these episodes because <laughs> i'm just starting to like not care about any of the thing and hate all of the characters and i'm like i don't care how this ends anymore because everyone's <laughs> such a horrible person and people are telling me now like we're looking for a new show to watch yellowstone uh-huh. uh, but i'm hearing that yellowstone also is a bunch of really horrible people being mean to each other and family drama and that type of stuff watch so 1883 I'm not sure if I'm ready for more of that watch 1883 you can tell <laughs> in watching it it was so funny i was watching the show and i was like wow this show really understands both like men and women and their motivations and can somehow like translate that historically and then I kept seeing like oh it's written by Taylor Sheridan and I I was actually blown away because I felt like the movie the show really understood male characters and I was like a woman wrote this like this is crazy and then I look up Taylor Sheridan and it's a man (laughs) I was like a woman wrote this it has like such a deep understanding of masculinity and all this stuff and then Taylor Sheridan's a guy so holding it down for the Taylors (laughs) Oh, dear. Um, Marty Smarty. I saw Marty Smarty sent this blank super chat, and then he sent another chat that was like, oh, no, I sent a blank super chat. So he said, OMG, I sent a super chat with no comment. Duh. I was going to say if someone mentions being educated, they need a hard pass. I clearly need educating on super chats. Mm. Right. Well, some self-awareness there. Appreciate it. Yeah. There's, I mean, yeah. When she said, oh, maybe I need to be educated more on the topic, I was like, oh. Don't <sighs> give ground to them, Emma. And she was a, a real feminist too. And she I told was. Y'all. She, yeah. she was just like salty that there was felt no the one. pressure. Yeah. yeah, just a normal person. All Still right, salty. Yes. Ref- refreshing for our latest ones here. Okay, Dow says used to be told not to judge a book by its cover and not to label people. Activist Uno reversed that nonsense with a sash full of buttons with issues slash pronouns, office space style activism. TPS reports. Wait, you've lost me. Hold on. You said <laughs> it's a little bit of a run on. Judge pe- don't judge people by the by you know, don't judge books we by their cover. Not judge book by cover. But activists are doing that. Yep. With 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 oh, labels? a sash full of buttons, so putting labels on oh, the chest. Oh, okay, like okay, gotcha. With issues and pronouns. Oh, it was very Office poetic. That's time. why I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. My I've cadence reading it probably too. wasn't very helpful either, so sorry <laughs> no. about that. But uh, we got you down. Yes, you're right. Uh, Marty Smarty says, hope you enjoyed your trip to the UK. The weather is terrible right now. So I'm sure you got an authentic experience. First time Super Chat, I love you all. That's so funny because I love the kind of weather that they have out there. It's like low 70s. It's a little gloomy. Uh, and the, the sun kind of speckles through a little bit. I went to go watch uh, the Ashes cricket match between Australia and England. And that was so fun. And the weather was like perfect for watching. Probably not perfect for playing because they just got rained out today. But for a little while today. But that was super fun. I, it was my first ever cricket game, and uh, I learned a lot. So now I know a little bit about cricket. That might be the sport that I know the most about so far. I messaged you about uh, Sporty McSportington needs to give us some play-by-play commentary on cricket. I should have. I should have done that. Oh, my gosh. I should have done that at the game. But now it's like, okay, most sports, if I watch them, I have no idea. I'll, I'll be honest. I have no idea what's going on. I couldn't tell you what just happened. But now I can actually watch a cricket game, and I can tell you. What has happened? Sporty McSportington over here. <laughs> I, that's like one. I love all sports, but I've never, never gotten into cricket. Yeah. I actually really liked, really liked it. I don't know. Normally, if I watch like a football or baseball, I'm like, Ugh, this is kind of boring. But I was actually invested in the game and actually interested. So, yeah, cricket's a good sport. Solid. Look at us. Could have thought you'd be here. <laughs> Not, Not me. me. <laughs> uh, Kiko Kiko Key says... 
this video proves how the left eats their own IRT. I don't know what IRT means, but oh well, are we learning more <laughs> IRT? Spencer's on uh, jargon today. Uh, uh, is it really dictionary? Oh. I.R.T. They really do oh, though. No, writ is a word to tear, break, strike. Huh. I don't know if tear down is that guys we don't know we don't know but it is true like all of those people define themselves as feminists yet were so convinced that you know one wasn't or the other wasn't and it really shows i think this video is great to, for showing how much the definition of feminism is really splintered off into different sort of subcultures of feminism and you know with there not being a mole maybe that emphasized that point maybe i can give them that although i do think they just decided we're going to release this video anyways, <laughs> even though we didn't have somebody show up. The most pivotal person in the whole video didn't show. Which, as we saw, it's a lot of pressure, I guess. But yeah, the chat is saying IRT means in real time. I'm an idiot. In real time. It shows how the left I typed in actually RIT. So that's my bad. RIT. Okay, what do we... company that makes die. We know welcome back now. We know in real time now. We know swerf now. We're, Look at us. We're, we're just well. swerfing our way through this. We're doing well. Um, okay, let's see. A rare breed podcast says, hey, it's Avi here. It pronounced Avi. Yes, I got it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the conversation, the conservative lesbian that wanted to start a podcast. It, I started it. It's called a rare breed podcast. All right, guys. There nice. you go. Check out Avi's podcast. Congratulations. Podcast. Uh, Flynn again says, do you know how long it took them to get Sound of Freedom in theaters? Five years, apparently. Sex slash slave trafficking is a terrible thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm not at all surprised. I imagine with just a regular movie to get sort of greenlit to be shown in theaters is a really difficult process, let alone somebody something made, uh, you know, in, in this way and on this subject matter. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm glad they, uh, they, it was worth the wait, apparently, mm -hmm. with how much success it's had. So, well, good on them. Um, Alex, I skipped yours. Sorry. Hey there, gang. Glad to see you guys back on my TV screen live. Amala, are you coming back to speak at Winona this fall again? Probably not. I think I've, I've done my time at Winona State University. <laughs> Although it's always fun and it's always interesting because the leftist students there absolutely hate my guts. Even though I've been there twice and I feel like I've been so nice. I've been you so nice to them. You canned food to them. Yes, I did. I literally brought them food for their food drive and they still hate my guts. And it's because I'm a turf, so it's okay. Turf, swerf, just a horrible person. Yeah, yeah. IRT. <laughs> uh, Rowan Kelling says, I'm gay and moving to center, fed up with Q plus insanity. Ah, well, good for you. You don't need to, you know, part of, be part of that whole acronym. Nobody needs to be part of the acronym. You don't even need the LGB. Let's be honest. At this point, we're, we've, we finished. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> Game over. You know, I'm down with the lesbians. I'm down with the gays. You know, do whatever you want, but we, we really don't need the acronym anymore. Just you be you. What's your name? Let's start there. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, all right. Diva Dawn again says, I actually learned the basics of cricket in the sixth grade. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. You see, in the sixth grade, I wonder where you're from. Probably not the U.S. Probably not the U.S. because that that would not make sense. I will say it was more interesting than baseball. I know I'm going to offend people by saying that. Way more interesting than baseball and seemingly more difficult in in uh, in many ways. So uh, I liked it. 
Wade says, Amla, do you have a favorite book? Ooh, it's a kid's book. Is that <laughs> that's kind of Did you say Magic Treehouse? I swear. No, it's not Willy Wonka. That. I have a book, and the reason it's my favorite is not necessarily because you know it's the most stellar book you'll ever read. Although I really do love the book, it's a book that I've saved from the first time I read it when I was a kid, called The Miraculous Journey of Edward Tulane. Oh yeah, and is that the bunny? Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. man, that one made me real sad. It makes you very, very sad. It really tugs at the heartstrings. But I have the original book that I read when I was a kid because I just was like, this book is amazing. I'm gonna save it. And I thought that as a kid, so now I'm saving it for my future children to read that book. And yeah, it's about a little porcelain rabbit and you know all the people who you know own him and take him in throughout his you know lifespan and it's the most beautiful heart-wrenching children's book ever so yeah it's my fave <laughs> i'm gonna have to go check that out immediately <laughs> he's gonna read it in sad. like an hour <laughs> Child style. it is sad uh avjr says ayo have you guys heard just pearly things tweet uh, last week she made an inappropriate comment and it's gross i unsubscribed to her channel <laughs> somebody who works here at PragerU, i will not name them but screenshotted the tweet like right after she put it out and it <laughs> said uh 16 year olds are hotter than 25 year olds yeah. or something like that 26 year olds yeah. uh, or than 26 year olds and i think it's since been deleted because duh like, why would you ever tweet something out like that? And this is what what we say, guys, you know? There's a slippery slope between, like, appealing to people's sensibilities and then falling off the deep end to make uh, some sort of point towards a very niche demographic, shall we call it, uh, that would say something like that. Uh, yeah, just wild. Which, it's just going on to prove more points that people have been making about her rhetoric on the internet. And if you are like, you watch her live streams and you're like, it's not that bad. Look at her Twitter and just see. It's just Wild. like the most incendiary, inflammatory stuff you can tweet out. She just puts that out on the internet. So, it's fine. I mean, more power to her. She can do whatever free she speech. wants. Yeah. Free speech. But, wow. Free speech, but yeah. free response. Uh, Tipper T says, welcome back, y'all. Hope you had a great trip in Europe, Amala. It was great. It was so it was fun. Great. It was great. Um, and then Alex Centeus again says, by the way, guys, let's get those likes up. He's our hype man. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, so glad you guys are back. Have you guys thought about maybe doing your own mole slash middle ground episode? It would take a lot of, there's a lot of logistics involved, you see, yeah, which is exactly part. why we got a video today where the mole didn't show up and it was still put out because if that happens <laughs> to you and you've invested all this time into getting people to show up, I guess you're going to post the video anyways. So uh, maybe in the future, but at the risk of something like that happening, probably not, not at the moment. It takes, it takes much more heavy lifting than one would think to pull off a video of this quality, especially having been on the, the Jubilee sets and seeing what they do. It is a lot. Yeah. Uh, one more here from Diva Dawn says, I lived in California at the time, actually. My elementary school was different, and I learned several things that were useful, but you wouldn't expect. Mm. I think that was in reference to learning cricket. Yeah, wow. that's very cool. Awesome. I grew up here. I so, did not yeah, learn that. There we yeah, go. No. That's Maybe it's the last one for the day. Okay. Yeah, to Alex's point, guys, we've I think we've only got like, I don't know, not enough likes. So, cost you nothing. Just drop us a quick like. One more from Alex here. Uh, 
Hey, you know, Amala, the Winona students may hate you, but look at all the people that came to see and hear you speak that really appreciated you visiting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's always, I, whenever I go to Minnesota, it's always one of the best states to go to because everybody truly is Minnesota nice. They are so kind. And just like if I went there and needed a liver transplant, somebody would give it to me because they are so kind. <laughs> it's just insane. School um, Vikings, that's my people up yeah, there. I'm from Minnesota originally. Yeah, so. they are truly great and so kind. Uh, I mean, everywhere I go, the people are so great and so kind. So, you know, if I was invited to go back, I, I wouldn't decline. Say, so. uh, Guys, that's our show for today. I'm so sorry we didn't have a mole, uh, but, you know, maybe next time, maybe there'll be another one where we can stiff them out and maybe it actually highlighted how much the definition of feminism has truly splintered in that even a video without a mole, we had several guesses because the definition of feminism has changed so much and there's so much infighting between people who self-identify as feminists. Guys, please like, subscribe. Click the notification bell to be notified every single time we're live. That's Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. And we're back. So the show's going to be happening again on Wednesday. We have another video coming out for you tomorrow about neo-pronouns, which is going to be a fun one. I went down a very interesting rabbit hole on TikTok for that one. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace out.